The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Today on the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast, we'll be talking about John Singleton, Regina King makes a major move, is going to be lit in NYC, free food for teachers this week, ask backwards thinking, and our scammer of the week. We'll also get into our segments, what the fuck were you thinking, what fucking year is this, and our unpopular opinions. Let's start the show. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. Block Entertainment. I see you, Block. Boys in the hood. I like this right here. Y'all ready? Let's ride. It's boys in the hood, nigga. As we proceed to give y'all what y'all need. It's the boys in the hood sell anything with pride. Five in the morning on the corner clock. Yeah, we won't, but damn nigga try stop. And you can get it anywhere, anybody. Them boys got hurt. Them boys got hate. Them boys got hurt. Them boys got hate. Them boys got clocks. Them boys got hate. Them boys got clocks. Them boys got hate. It was taking too long to lock up. Bring it back. Bring it back. Out in the way, so bring a stack. Bring a stack. Man, that shit was fucked I up. wouldn't even know. Hey, I ain't had to open up a whole thing. Damn. What up, world? It's your boy, Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. And we back for another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher Radio, everywhere podcasts are giving away absolutely free. Um, what's going on, Courtney? Nothing was going on. And nothing much. Uh, out here living in my dope boy glory. This right here took oh. me back. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I had to play. See, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to play the old boys in the hood. But, uh, yeah, I had to play this one. This is classic for me, you know, in my life that I've lived. You know what I'm saying? So what, y- what y'all do this weekend? Y'all went out, got some. Sushi or whatever I ain't really been on you Well I, I was on your social media A little bit But I ain't saw no plates um, or nothing. Yeah I didn't really um, Friday night When we had date night We went back to this restaurant Umana I didn't post it They had a lot They had live music And it was bomb And Last night We ended up at Red Lobster And that was it Mmm Mmm You know what Beyonce Say what happens You get to the Red Lobster <laughs> I know you was gonna say that, <laughs> um, but yeah. Other than that, we was it was a chill weekend. We went to Walmart, and that's only of significance because that's the place we rarely ever go to. All it take Walmart is like the first hit of heroin. When you go to Walmart that one time, you it's like you you cannot go back. Like I'm, I, I I like I just ain't interested. After like after Walmart. what's my man name? Uh, I didn't either. After when they, when they uh. Wouldn't release the um the uh, surveillance footage when uh John Crawford I think his name was John Crawford when he got killed by the police in, in Walmart or whatever mm-hmm. and they wouldn't release the footage and then after the uh officers like they didn't press charges then Walmart released the footage or whatever so I I didn't fuck with Walmart for like a year or two right but it was something like I really needed and I had to go get it um and so I I had to go to Walmart and I was like why have I been depriving myself you know what I'm saying I got Motor oil, 
Dove soap, a pineapple, um, and bread all in one trip at the same place. So, you know what I'm saying? It was very necessary, beloved. Uh, and I I would go to Target, but Target, like, way on the other side of town. Like, I'm right down the street from Walmart. And now I'm, like, yeah. at Walmart every week. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, getting them $5 pizzas that you put in the oven. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, yeah, don't know. You know. You might as well embrace that Walmart crack. Right. I ain't do nothing this weekend. I was supposed to have something at my house. It got canceled. So, and then my backup plan got canceled too. So I just sat up in the house. Um, I did get some. Uh, got hooked up with one of my homies. They got their own like spices and seasonings and shit. And they went town. So I got me some 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 black owned spices. I'll tell y'all about that a little later on. Uh, but that was it, man. I ain't really do shit. I don't do shit but work. Yeah, this was, oh, we got some, we got some. Say what now? We ordered some pieces of furniture we got delivered yesterday. Uh-huh. And like part of me want to say like that took up a lot of the day, like waiting on them to get here because they give you a four hour window. But not really. It took up a lot of day for us because on Saturday mornings, we generally don't get out of bed to about one mm-hmm. or sometimes two. Oh, and so we got out of the bed yesterday at about like a 12 or so and started like doing like cleaning and rearranging the guest bedroom downstairs and all this stuff. But their window was from 3.15 to like 7.15. Oh, that's what kind of, that ain't a window. That's a damn. Right. I just felt like it was all day. Yeah, we didn't get out of the bed till noon, but still, when now we out of the bed, we done did stuff in the house, and we on go, but we can't leave. So yeah, we just waited on them. I think they got here maybe about five, and then one of our pieces to our bedroom, it was like damaged. damaged. A little bit. Yeah, so but we got the computer desk, and we got this really huge ass in there, and I just keep walking by it and mm. just being in. You the having thoughts, I, ain't it? You having thoughts? <laughs> It ain't in our bedroom, so oh, so it's it's and, your house, and it's heavy as fuck. Yeah, but my back bed, I'm not gonna be on these hardwood floors trying to flip to this mirror. I know you fucking lying. Whatever, you will stand up, you'll stand up, and she'll stand no, up. No, but I might get it. some chairs that ain't that ain't a pub chair, so it can sit on the ground, like be lower to the floor, and then maybe that is not as much mirror action. And that then, will happen. And then you're going <laughs> from the window to the wall, from the mirror to the wall. Shut up. I, yes. I, yes. I, I, we're moving on. Speaking of yes, uh, we got an email and we got a, uh, a, a five-star rating. We'll do the five-star rating first. Uh, five-star rating is from RDM728. Uh, it's entitled Dr. Now. Five stars. Says, hey, y'all, I came to hear Rod and Karen. Uh, shout out to them. Um, but knew I was staying after your commentary on uh, six pound, 600-pound life. N-word with an A. That Dr. Now impression laid me out. See, you've been hating on my Dr. Now impression. Man, I was watching that shit the other day, and he was, that nigga was like so mean. He was just basically like, if you do not, if you do not lose the weight, you are going to die. It is going. It's going to be a horrible death for you, and that motherfucker was fat as hell. He started crying and shit. Anyway, uh, they go on to say my ministry is to put five on all black podcasts I subscribe to. So here you go. Ah, thank you for the subscription. I, you know, I infer that you subscribe since you gave us five stars. So thank you. Um, they said I also share your podcast with my daughter. Thank you for that share. 
Uh, but you can thank me later for doing the Lord's work. Smooches. Uh, yeah, we thank you for that. Thank you for that and your ministry. Because um, we do need them five stars and the reviews. And uh, just for you, more impressions. <clears throat> uh, so thank you for that. And uh, and our email, anonymous. Oh, shit. It says uh, humor. It says, uh, I don't know who this is. This might be a female. Probably a white female, too, so I'm going to read it in my white female voice. Uh, Courtney, please try and find the humor in some of Brandon's jokes. He needs it. William was funny as hell, and you weren't feeling it. I would like the experience of less serious Courtney. And that's it. <laughs> Never mind. Courtney, <laughs> say, what, say what's on your mind, like, really. Okay, whatever Courtney come up on this show. If I ain't feeling Brandon, I ain't feeling him. Oh, I don't <laughs> you don't you weren't feeling William old ass William, <laughs> no. sugar daddy William. Nope. What what William was the man at the uh William was the man at the um at the old folks home, man. Yeah, that, that was got that scam ran over. Yeah, five stacks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they, and he put he got up he got he performed a sex act on that girl. So um, that's more that than a sugar daddy. He got a little you know got a little. He's, how old was William? Like seventy something, eighty something. He got his eighty year old something uh, penis hard. So shout out to William. I think he was in his seventies, but yeah, I mean that's cool. Shout out to William or whatever and whatnot. That thing worked. William called up his homeboy. Ah, uh, yeah, she let me put up put my mind on it too. Uh, George. Brandon, huh? Brandon. What? That had an old man talk. Yeah, they they don't know none of the new slang and shit. Uh, come here, nephew. Uh, look, look here. Uh, uh, this young guy, she she got all of this apparatus on her body all over the place. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should bring condoms or a metal detector because she got stuff all over the place, all around her crotch region. Just all all type of paraphernalia. What should I do with it? <sighs> Unk, put your mouth on it. That's what you need to do. Put your mouth on it, Unk. But uh, <clears throat> shout out to Anonymous. <sighs> and just for Anonymous. More impressions coming up. <laughs> uh, I guess we're getting into our stories. You ready, Courtney? Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck is this? Uh, the first story this week. Um, you know what I'm saying this happened early in the week, so I I know by now y'all probably uh probably have heard about uh John Singleton, the director of I think his first big movie was Boys in the Hood. Yeah, I'm saying that's why I played the song for John, for John Singleton. Just because it say "Boys in the Hood," it ain't really had nothing to do with the movie. But anyway, um, uh, he uh suffered a stroke on April 17th, and he had been in a coma. Um, and his family decided to take him off of life support. Um. And we know he's famous for his, like I said, 1991 directorial debut of Boys in the Hood, uh, which earned him critical acclaim for its depiction of South Central L.A. Um, dog, he was 24. He was uh, nominated. He was the first African-American person to be nominated for uh, the Best Director Oscar. Uh, he went on to direct Poet Justice. You like that movie? Yes, I did. What was poet? Poetic Justice was um doing Janet Jackson, ain't it? Yeah, 
Tupac. And Tupac. Yeah. Oh yeah, you would like that. Mm-hmm. Um, did he did he get the smash edit by that movie? No. He didn't. He never hit in that movie. Who are you talking about? Oh, in the movie? Uh no, I don't think so. Because I know they went. I ain't some, seen it in a long time. I know they went somewhere in the uh in the mail in the mail truck. Mm-hmm. Which was weird. His homeboy and Regina King was hunting. But then he like smack her or something like that in that movie. I can't remember. Like I vaguely remember that movie. Like I really wasn't in the. I don't know why that that love movie that, that shit wasn't into it to me. Do it for me. But I mean, I guess it was good. I know the. Uh, I know that one black lady. I don't wonder what happened to her too. She she like worked in a hair salon or whatever. That one black lady, she oh, like owned yeah. it. But yeah. she she was in like a couple movies. She was in like um, what was that movie? Uh, White Men Can't Jump. She was married to Wesley Snipes, and White Men Can't Jump. Mm-hmm, she was. But I, I wonder what happened to her. She was like the original Tasha Smith to me. Yeah, that's what I was just getting ready to say when you first said it. I was like, oh, you talking about Tasha? And I was like, wait, that is not Tasha. But she definitely was the original. Yeah, she was like the original Tasha Smith. I wonder what happened mm-hmm. to her. But anyway, he also directed Shaft, two thousand Shaft. Um. The one with Samuel L. Jackson, and and the dude that oh, what's my man name? He played a uh, like a Puerto Rican in that movie, but he like can play anything. Like that nigga played uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and he in uh, Westworld he played like an android, but he was black in that. But then he played that Puerto Rican. That was my, like he played that shit. He uh, asked that dude when he was in jail and Shaft. He was like, uh, he was like, uh, what are you in for, Blanquito? Incontestable Beijing. Man, I don't know why that shit tripped me out. Like, cause all them hood niggas was in there. It was like clean cut ass white dude in there, but he was in there for for murder. Spoiler alert. Anyway, uh, he also directed Too Fast, Too Furious in two thousand three. That the one with Bow Wow? No, that was Tokyo oh, Drift with Bow Wow. Yeah. So yeah, uh, during his career, singing and work to uplift other black filmmakers and actors, uh, many of whom who mourned his death on Monday. Um, he got a lot of tributes on like uh, Twitter and stuff like that uh, from people like Ava du- DuVernay, uh, Jordan Peele, Ice Cube, of course. Uh, so a lot of people. Um, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, and he was he he created um, one of my favorite shows is out now. I hope they come back for like a third season. Uh, Snowfall. He was like the creator. He, I think he uh, executive produced and direct on that show too. Snowfall. Which is a good show. It comes on FX. Um, but yeah, man, um, it's a loss. I, I want to say something happened with him, but I guess it got you know thrown under the bridge or whatever. But uh, shout out to John Singleton, fifty was it fifty one years old? Um, that's real young. Yep. Yep. So shout out to him and his family. I heard some bullshit about his family, like they. Fighting over the bread or something like that. So you hate to see that happen, but you when you don't have your, you get, you got to get your affairs in order. Get your affairs in order while you're young, so you don't have to. Well, I mean, what you care if you dead? Like motherfuckers fight over your shit when you dead. Like you don't care. You can't care because you ain't here no more. But uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, because even if he could have still wrote everything out in like Tina, $2,000, Jessica, 3000 like he could have had it like in black and white, plain as day, mm-hmm. what to do, give instructions. And people could, they could have still fallen out. But when they don't, it go to the kids, especially if you weren't married. Yeah. 
So now the kids got to fight, split up everything. Uh, but yeah, shout out John Singleton. Go watch Boys in the Hood or something. They said that was the first. Oh yeah, that was like the first hood black movie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did uh? Let me see something. Hold up. When did uh? What's the name of that movie? Um, with Nino Brown. God damn it. Oh, New Jack City. When did that come out? Oh yeah, New Jack City. I wonder if that came out the same year. Yep, it came out in uh two thousand one too. I mean nineteen ninety one too. That came out March of two of nineteen ninety one. Um, let me see when Boys in the Hood came out. July. Hold up. Uh oh. So then. New Jack City. New Jack City was first then. The first hood movie. Because I, I New remember... New Jack City was so... Ooh. Was what? It just didn't have... It just didn't have like a love story part in it. I, and I like it, but I was just going to say it was just so... It was hard. Like... I, I mean, that shit was... It was kind of over the top, but... It was. I was just trying to find like another... Like some other words to put like... I just remember being a kid watching, and it was just kind of like, oh. You was a okay. kid watching. You watched it like as, as after, like you saw it on TV or something, or you like saw it in, in the movie. I didn't see it in the movie theater. I do remember my, um, I do remember watching it at home, but it was shortly after it came out. Like my mom was the DVD champ, like she or v, VHS champ. Like we had. <clears throat> excuse me, like two bookcases, two or three bookcases full of VHS. And even when DVDs came out, like we still kept the VHS and then she would just buy it double. Like it's, that's always yeah. been a thing. So I remember having it and what, and she would put it on like if she was doing my hair and I just would sit there and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I remember listening, I was listening to another podcast. It was some years ago or whatever. And they were like talking about, it was some white dudes too. Um, and they were talking about which one came out first. And I just remember that discussion. I couldn't remember which one they said, because I think the 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 thought was that uh, New Jack, I mean that uh, Boys in the Hood came out first, but yeah, New Jack City came out first. This is crazy, but they came out the same year though. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, that went somewhere that I wasn't expecting. Uh, right. And speaking of blacks on in television and movies and shit, Regina King, uh, she inks first look multi year deal with Netflix. Uh, yeah, she's partnered with the streaming service to produce films and, t- and television series. Um, her company Royal Ties has partnered with the streaming service for the multi multi year deal, which typically gives the company the right of first refusal for unwritten projects. Uh, her sister. Raina King will be head of production for the new company. Well, what, what does that mean? First, right of first refusal. I guess they get the shit first, like the idea first, and they can say whether or not they want it or not, I guess, and then she can go somewhere else. Um, and she won an Oscar for If Bill Street Could Talk. You saw that yet? not but i it, it, i do plan to see it i need to see if it's on itunes where i could just buy it what's that other movie that came out like last year and it was about like um i think it was a book 
And it had something to do with like some killing or something. Oh, uh, I don't. What's the know. name of that movie? I can't think of the name of that movie. Cause the um the other movie I kind of wanted to see um I don't remember where all it came out at but um and it had something to do with like some high schoolers. Oh, you wait, are you talking? No. Go ahead, Green say book? it. No, not Green Book. Oh. Um. But anyway, uh, uh, does it say, I'm trying to see if it says the money. Yeah, it don't say the money, how much it's worth in this article. But I guess we'll be getting some more black shit from a black person. So it'll, you know what I'm saying, have uh, more of our perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish they wouldn't. Have, did you watch uh, Seven Seconds? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's. I, I guess it could have. It really didn't have to go on, but they probably could have milked another season out of that because that was a good show. It, that se- seven seconds was really good. Whew, I remember the anxiety watching that shit like so tense. But whenever it ended, I wasn't impressed because I was just kind of like, I understand it ending. I mean, yeah, they could have milked something else, but would it have been? equally as good you get what i'm saying like i am cool with shit like stopping when like where it should or where it seems appropriate and not trying to milk because sometimes they be milking another season or another sequel or whatever and it just be it don't be popping so yeah so uh shout out to her um did you see the video it was a video of like um just calm down. I don't want okay. you to be corrected okay. if anything. Calm down. All right. Why? All right. It was a video of a black woman. Well, it was two black, two black women or girls or whatever, and they had called the police on the neighbor, um, because the neighbor like pulled a gun out, like a shotgun out, and the officer was telling the woman to like calm down and shit, and she she got arrested. Mm-mm. You remember that? No, I do not. Okay, well, uh, it was a Miami-Dade cop. He's been arrested two months after he was caught on camera violently detaining, detaining a black woman who called police for help with a neighbor dis- neighborhood dispute. Uh, Officer Alejandro Geraldo, uh, has been, uh, of course, Geraldo, has been charged with misdemeanor battery and felony official misconduct over the incident, which sent shockwaves throughout the community. On March 5th, Geraldo was one of six officers who responded to a call from Dima Loving, 26, whose white neighbor allegedly threatened to shoot her black-ass face off her neck. Uh, after police arrived, Loving's interactions with Geraldo and the other officers somehow turned tense, and Loving's friend began recording the exchange, which she later posted on the internet. Uh, in the footage, Geraldo can be seen grabbing Loving, grabbing Loving by the neck and pushing her up against the fence. Uh do not touch me, loving screens before. Geraldo takes her arm and yanks her to the ground, putting her in a headlock and throwing her against across the cement. She was sub, she was sub, subsequently charged with disorderly conduct and resisting an officer without violence. What? At the time, Geraldo said he made arrest because Loving would not obey commands and was being uncooperative. Uh, however, on Friday, the Miami-Dade State's Attorney Office released a statement saying that an examination of the cell phone recording and police body cam footage showed that to be untrue. Like, 
It took y'all two months. Like, I saw that shit in five minutes after seeing it on the internet. I knew the shit was a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it says, after reviewing all the known video evidence, we believe that there is sufficient evidence to charge him with the violation of Florida's criminal statutes. Um, they said, meanwhile, Miami-Dade Police Department Director Juan Perez, goddamn, they're taking over down there, um, said Geraldo's arrest shadows overshadows the hard work of the dedicated men and women of law enforcement who strive daily to serve and protect our community. Uh, he'll probably just get retrained. Mm-hmm. Um, he was released on a $5,500 bond and is expected to, fa- to face court at a later date. Uh, I wonder, if, is he off with pay or without pay? Yeah, I probably with because that's how they do. I can't believe you ain't saw that video though. It was all mm-hmm. over. Cause she was like, kind of like you know, you know how y'all black women get all excitable and shit. But he kept on telling her to like calm down and shit. And the friend was like, "Yo, the dude just pulled a, a gun in her face. Like you telling her to calm down." And she was trying to explain or whatever. And like I, I said, I don't really be fucking with police like that, man. Cause like. People excited in certain situations and you telling them to calm down, like, that ain't helping yeah. the situation out. Definitely don't help the situation. Yeah, it was, a, um, th- I was watching Live PD last night on my boring-ass Saturday night. And uh, and it was a guy, the officer said he pulled, like, I, like when the, you know, you know, Live PD, I don't know if you ever watched Live PD, but they'll, like, be like, yeah, we'll take you to uh, so-and-so county or whatever. So they get there. And the dude is like saying, yo, I wasn't speeding, I wasn't speeding. He was in the car, whatever. But the officer like, you were speeding, you shot past me and and turned in here with your signal light off. I mean, you didn't use your signal light or whatever. So at at that point, it's already the officer's word against the dude. He was like, man, I'm late for work. I'm trying to get to work or whatever. Um, So the dude, he like real excitable or whatever. And, and they like basically trying to lure boy him like, yo, stop talking like this or whatever, like. This a grown like this a grown person. He can talk how he want to talk. You don't gotta right. like it, but you 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 can't. Like, then he put the dude in handcuffs because the dude was excited about the situation or whatever. Like you jumped out of he was like you jumped out of the car saying I was speeding, I was speeding and all kind of shit like that. Which they do. They be jumping out, yelling they commands and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <sighs> they put the dude in handcuffs. They didn't say whether or not he got arrested. Like he had on a whole security guard outfit. Like. With the vest on, he had a gun and all that too, and they was basically trying to arrest him because it seemed this shit happened to me. It seemed like they ran his father's information, so it didn't have like the gun license on it. But he, you, you could hear him in the back saying, "Yo, you ran senior, I'm junior. Run junior, you'll find my stuff, or whatever." And they was kind of getting you know in the dude's face and talking shit to him, or whatever. But I turned it after that, but um. Same thing with these officers and his and these, you know what I'm saying and these women like they weren't listening to her like she telling them like he put a gun out in my on my he put a gun in my face like how I'm gonna calm down and he put a gun in my face and y'all coming y'all in my face y'all ain't talking to him or whatever you know what I'm saying and eventually he, she gets slammed to the ground so um yeah I just hate to see them motherfuckers come if some shit go down and I need police if some shit go down I really don't need police I take care of my fucking self cause they right. fuck around and come and kill your ass. Hell yeah. Uh, speaking of people who got killed by the police, that's a horrible segue. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, Philando Castile, um, remember him? He was in, uh, I think, Cincinnati. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, and he got like, I think his family got like $3 million or something like that. Um, 
And he worked for a cafeteria at a high school or middle school. Might have been an elementary school because I know it was a lot of like kids that was loving him or whatever. Uh, said they liked him or whatever. Um, well, his mother, uh, last Thursday, uh, her name is Valerie Castillo. She presented administrators at uh, Robbinsdale Cooper High School with a check for $8,000 from the Philando Castillo Relief Foundation. Uh, the donation settles the debt. Of all senior students whose ability to graduate was jeopardized due to a lunch money balance. Uh, thanks to the Castillo family, uh, the path has been cleared for the students to graduate worry-free. Um, this is something that Philando held near and dear to his heart, Valerie Castillo told CBS Minnesota. Hold up. Maybe he wasn't in Cincinnati. Uh, I didn't correct you on that part because I wasn't sure where he was at. Yeah, I think it was another guy that got killed by police in Cincinnati. As a matter of fact, it was it, he got killed by um like campus police or something like that by the Asian dude. No, that was cut. Anyway, it's so many of them. It is definitely so. Um, uh, she continued. He he paid for children's lunch meals lunch meals out of his own pocket instead of letting the child go hungry. That day, uh, he would pay it himself. Um, the superintendent of Robinson. Robbinsdale Area Schools, Carlton Jenkins, that's the blackest name I've heard today, um, expressed what the donation meant for the seniors. Uh, for those students to know that they can graduate now without having a bill, I can't tell you how big it is, uh, Jenkins said. Um, visit the Philando Castile Foundation website for more information on how you can donate. I ain't had to deal with that type of shit when I was in school. Having a balance. What? Lunch money balance. So they let you get lunch on credit or something? Um, sometimes they would let you, but I just always try to every like week or every two weeks put have my money on there and like just have it deduct and then they would tell me like, okay, you owe the date and then that would be my cue. Uh I just took a dollar twenty five every day and paid every day a dollar twenty five. Yeah, I, I, I mean, initially I was doing that, but then I got real annoyed. So I definitely made sure to, like, okay, here come like $30, just put it on it. Here come $20, just put it on it. And when I run out, let me know. <laughs> I put some more on it. I don't even, I don't even know if we could do that back then. Like, like, charge it up like that. Like, I know I wasn't able to. I think I was in like tenth grade by the time I was able to like do it like that. But mm. I did. It was just better for me. Word. I was working on a job, and it was just easy. Um, and speaking of uh, schools and eating, um, this this week uh, Monday kicks off uh, teacher appreciation week. Um. And so some restaurants, they'll be offering free meals, uh, buy one, get one, free deals and discounts. Um, the biggest freebie for national educators is Tuesday, uh, Teacher Appreciation Day, also called National Teachers Day. You know what I'm saying? we got a lot of teachers that listen. You know what I'm saying? A lot of finance teachers. Uh, and teachers won't be the only ones being recognized. National Nurses Week also starts Monday and goes through May the 12th. Um, Dates of the offers and participation can vary by location. To be on the safe side, I always check with your closest location. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and let me see. Um, the main one I saw was uh, Chipotle. Uh, teachers, faculty, and other school staff with a valid ID can take advantage of a buy one, get one free offer from 3 p.m. to close Tuesday. 
The deal is on burritos, bowls, salads, orders of tacos, and for in-restaurant orders only, and available for educators at all levels. So if you faculty, that means like the janitor too then. Yeah. So if somebody want to go to Chipotle, holla at me, right? Because I'm always down for burrito bowl and shit. You present your ID. I'll pay for the food because you're getting it free. You know what I'm saying? And I'm paying for my burrito bowl anyway. So, I mean, like, you just get free food and you just have to present your card. But you got to be there and I got to be there. So holla at me so I can get you a free bowl. That's if you ain't got no friends. Some of y'all teachers act like y'all ain't got no friends. Fucking these 10, 12th graders and shit. Um, oh, my goodness. But, yeah, uh, look look online. You can find, like, all the places that uh, is giving away shit. Uh, Cheddars. Ooh, Cheddars. You can die. You ever been to Cheddars? Oh, Cheddars is, like, my favorite. Yeah. Cheddars is my number one favorite restaurant. Cheddar's like, it's top three for me. I hear that flash shit. Um, you can, uh, if you're a teacher, you go to Cheddar's, you can get a free appetizer. You know what I'm saying? And they spinach dip is the motherfucking bomb. You heard it here first. It's a whole lot of places. A lot of places on, on this. Oh, McAllister's. Teachers get a free McAllister's Daily Sweet Tea. That's weak. That's that's so weak. McAllister's sweet tea normally be bomb though, and they got bomb cookies. So if you ain't on no diet, get you a McAllister's cookie for sure. Yeah, but a cookie ain't free though. The sweet I mean, tea free. I understand that, but I mean they got the drink free. I mean, like Okay, all right. Here's 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 one y'all might like. Uh my pizza on Tuesday. Teachers get a buy one, get one free deal on a, on my size pizza salad with their school IDs on in store orders. I know some teachers like my pizza. pizza. They got this um blackberry lemonade something at mods. Get that. Oh, mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite places, PDQ. Uh teachers get 50% off your entire order with a valid ID Tuesday. Bruh, PDQ got the best creamy garlic sauce. Oh my God. Oh uh, I never ate at PDQ. The PDQ is great. PDQ is great. Let me see what else they got on here. Sonic. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna be fucking with Sonic. From Tuesday through May 31st, get a free Rock 44 drink or slush with purchase when ordering on the restaurant's app with promo code Teachers. Mm. Raising Canes. I've seen them in places. A lot of these. I've had, I've had raisin canes. The first time I had them, they were good. Second time, they told my stomach up. Yeah, so uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm drinking this Sierra Mist, which ain't as good as a fucking Sprite. Let me tell you something. Sierra Mist is trash. I can't. Stand well, you know what? Okay. And they say Sierra Mist. I'm looking at the yeah. can. I'm looking at the can, and it's made with real sugar. That's the thing. It's real sugar. That's making it taste different. It don't taste like it used to taste. But uh, yeah, y'all. So teachers, go out there and get you some shit um, for free or discounted. Or if you go in the damn McAllister's, get you a motherfucking tea, which is bullshit. <sighs> Shout out don't to the... Uh, oh, go ahead. I was saying don't forget your cookie when you go to McAllister's. But don't look for it to be free. You have to pay for that damn cookie. Um, And the teachers here, I think it happened in North Carolina too, but in South Carolina they... uh. Boycott it. Um, 
because they ain't getting pay, paid enough to deal with y'all badass kids. Um, so, yeah, uh, I know they was representing the Bloods. I wonder why they why they wore red. You know why they wore red? You talking about the teachers? Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> they should have wore blue. <clears throat> Royal blue. Rolling 60s blue. Mm. You see where I'm going? Oh, Shout out to Robert. Um, oh, Lord. Robert a crip. Shout out to Robert. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Be a crip, nigga. You be a stand in your cripness. Stand in your cripness. Mm-hmm. Affiliate. Uh, so shout out to the teachers. T- tell me why y'all wore red too, because I don't feel like Googling it. And that'll be a way for y'all to email the show. <laughs> and tell me why y'all wore red. Does it represent the heart? Does it represent an apple? Mm, I don't know. Uh, let's see what else happened in the world. Um. Uh, speaking of sorry-ass police and the justice system, did you hear about this? Uh, it was a guy, he had a petition against his his neighbor, a white neighbor, neighbor um, that stalked and threatened him. Um, he was pro- denied a protective order, and now he's, uh, he's dead. Um, a Glen Burnie man was shot by his neighbor on April 15th. And the fatal incident came almost exactly two weeks after the victim was denied a protective order. Uh, Tyreek Hudson was a 22-year-old software engineer from North Carolina who had worked for the aerospace and defense technology company Northrop Grumman Grumman, for eight months. Damn, he was working there for eight months. He's 22 years old, software engineer, working for aerospace and defense technology company. Wow. Mm. Puts everything in perspective about me and my life. Um, <laughs> but he was fatally shot last week. Uh, after responding to calls of a man firing a shotgun at an, apparent, at an apartment complex in the Baltimore suburb, um, police arrived to discover Hudson dead with gunshot wounds, uh, the Capital Gazette reported. Uh, the authorities engaged in a 10-hour standoff with suspected shooter 52-year-old James Verumbeck. Uh, Varen Beck has been charged with first and second degree murder, first and second degree assault, using a firearm in a felon, felony violent crime and reckless endangerment. A judge ordered him to be held without bond on April 16th. The incident comes after Hudson unsuccessfully tried to get a peace order following a February 16th uh, interaction with Varen Beck. Uh, in his petition reported by WBAL, Hudson wrote, his neighbor said, you knew this day was coming and you know what you did. Hudson said he didn't know what Varenbeck was talking about. He also said Varenbeck gave me a death gesture using his thumbs across his throat. The other one got a pistol. I'm sorry. Uh, a temporary court order was issued that day that prohibited. But, you know, niggas who work at aerospace places don't think about getting pistols. Just, yeah. So he he did the thing they want you to do, go to the police and all kind of stuff. Um, a temporary court order was issued that day that prohibited Varenbeck from abusing or contacting Hudson, Capital Gazette reported. However, that order was lifted three days later when District Court Judge uh, Debbie Patterson Russell denied the protective order. She said Hudson's request could not meet the burden of proof. Hudson's petition stated his neighbor harassed, stalked, and threatened him with violence. 
According to the Baltimore Sun, the Commission on Judicial Disabilities had suggested a six-month suspension for Russell months ago, saying she violated state law and did not stay up on administrative work. Additionally, she shouted at fellow judges, pushed the courthouse staffer, and overlooked more than 100 search warrants. As a result, Russell had been on a temporary assignment in Anne Arundel County, County, where she heard and denied Hudson's petition for a protective order. As the Maryland Court of Appeals decided whether to accept the recommendation that she be suspended for her actions. Hudson, who had moved to Maryland from North Carolina in July 2018, told both of his parents who were separated, which, why the fuck would they put that in there? It don't matter that his parents separated. Uh, about a scary interaction he had with Varenbeck. Uh, he said, listen, Dad, you ever seen somebody you can't describe, you can't explain how he looks? Uh, his father, Tyrone Hudson, recalled to the Capitol Gazette. His mother, uh, Tanya Burt, said her son did not feel safe. She vowed they searched for a new place for the North Carolina A&T State University graduate to live. Um, said Hudson looked at an apartment April 12th, but was locked in into his lease until uh, May. Damn. Uh, still, he didn't come into contact with Van Beck until, I mean, since February 16th court, since the February 16th court date, his parents said, uh, almost two months later, Hudson, a driven student who completed a five-year early college program in four years and graduated from A&T with a computer science degree in two and a half years, was dead. On Tuesday, April 23rd, the community gathered in his apartment complex to honor his memory. Um, so, yeah, uh, this judge Debbie Patterson Russell who wasn't even supposed to be in I guess in his jurisdiction or whatever um, who was I guess there because they were going you know what I'm saying they were uh, reviewing her case whether or not she should be suspended just did some fucked up ass work I, I mean like how hard is it to, like you don't really have to do nothing you could just be like yeah you can get a protective custody I mean, you can get a protective order or whatever. A quota, like, even though it ain't nothing but a piece of paper, but still that would have, might would have put something in the dude's head or whatever, like to leave him alone, leave the guy alone. And now this young, promising black person is dead by this fool, dusty looking. He looked like, uh, he looked like if Thor got old um, and, and, and never got his mind right. That's what he looked like. He like an old fucked up ass Thor. James. I mean, because Thor was already pretty fucked up just now, but okay. What do you mean? I'm talking about in the movie. Yeah, but he got his mind right by the end, so you know he's going to shave and shit. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Yeah, this dude look like he ain't never got his mind right. Um, Y'all better watch out for the white people because they got guns. Right. Um... You hear about Remy Ma? You say what? You hear you hear about Remy Ma? Remy Ma seemed like she'd be somebody that you would be a fan of. I do like I do like Remy. I'm not yeah. rapping ass. Um, what? I say something wrong? I ain't got nothing. You didn't say anything. Move forward with your story. Sir. And we walk around metal detectors. Shut up. <laughs> um. <laughs> You hear what happened to her? Do you know anything about what happened with the the uh, person she punched in the eye? Only thing I know is it was alleged they were at like some type of event. I think the event was for cancer, and 
that no one else saw or heard a commotion. No one else cancel. Like, you seen that girl? I look like she got eye AIDS. She pushed the fuck. Out. It's being said that nobody at the event heard a commotion, saw a commotion. It was not. It no one was able to bear witness to these events happening. Um, but the girl is definitely having like or had a black eye. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's that's the extent of it to what I know. She got soft. You let me tell you something. If if Remy Ma come up me to me and punch me in the damn face, I ain't saying I'm doing shit. She done she done gut shot somebody before. <laughs> <laughs> gut, when you we shoot somebody in the damn stomach, you want them to either die horribly or live horribly. Yeah, because you survive a gut shot, you got a damn shit bag. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> live, I wanted that girl living the rest of her life with a shit bag. <laughs> oh my god, son! Oh, oh my god, man! I remember one time, man. It was this dude. I don't know where he was, but he had looked like the uh, rapper Roscoe Dash. It was like right before social media started popping, right? I told him he looked just like Roscoe Dash. Um, <laughs> so them boys and did a janky promotion to down. Have Roscoe Dash do a party or whatever, but they just told the dude, the people at the club to like make sure the lights was dim, like make sure make sure it dark at all times, and no picture taken after none of that shit, right? Mm-hmm. So after the damn after after the damn club and shit, we at the damn uh, hotel at the suite or whatever, and the, and Roscoe go in the bathroom, the fake Roscoe go in the bathroom, and he like, hey yo. Hand me that right there off the bed. He was a damn shit bag or whatever. I ain't knew what it was. And, and um, so I hand him the bag or whatever. My man was like, you gave him that bag? I was like, yeah. He was like, you know what that was? <laughs> I was like, no. That was like, man. <laughs> he ain't taking the shit. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, he ain't taking the shit. I was like, okay. He was like, yeah, but that the bag right there. Niggas childish, and I'm like, oh shit, but I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? I thought them bags yeah. was like real big, but he had like a little mm-hmm. small one, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, you fuck around with Remy, <laughs> Remy will have you with a shit bag. <clears throat> Whew, damn, that breath brought back memories right there. I need I to, mean, I need to holler at B Mac because B Mac was there. <laughs> Matter of fact, that was the first night I met B Mac too. B Mac had used to have a damn uh, mohawk. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but you think, but uh, so now Remy like she got like she on like uh, house arrest. She can't. She got like an eight eight o'clock curfew. Um, and she might uh, she might be going back to jail. Yeah, I know, and I know Pap is like sick to his stomach by that. Didn't they have a baby? Yeah, they have a little a little girl. She's really pretty. That baby was born with some Timberland boots and a um in a New York fitting, ain't it? Oh Lord. <laughs> that nigga don't never take his hat off. <laughs> that baby came out. The doctor smacked that baby on the ass. That baby was like dead ass B. That gotta be like the most New York ass baby ever. Oh, Remy Ma and Pat Poos? That baby went and got them uh, vaccination shots. That baby was like, copy. (laughs) 
Brandon. <laughs> you in your place. Uh, but yeah, I hope she uh, get off. She served her time. Uh, speaking of New York, you might like to hear this. Uh, well, I don't know. This might just be in the city, though. But uh, the New York City Council announced that they just passed bills prohibiting prohibiting marijuana testing being required as part of the hiring process in New York City. Ooh, excuse me, y'all. Mm. Banning the city from requiring mar- marijuana testing uh, for people on probation. Oh, and banning the city from requiring marijuana testing for people on probation. Damn, that's huge. Uh, this bill will close one trap door that trips people up, said the council's public safety committee chair, Donovan Richards. Too many people come out, they're trying to do better, and they get busted for marijuana and go back to jail or prison. This sets them back. Um, yeah, so that's wonderful. So if you're in uh, New York, this 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 story came out April 10th, but still, I feel like it's relevant now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, shit. I smoke weed if I knew I could still get a job. That really the only thing stopping me from trying weed. Yeah, true. I know that that'd be a lot for a lot of people. Um, they was doing that in Washington before I left when it was just like, no, we gonna do drug testing, but we're not. There was a certain level of like THC that would still allow you to get a job or something like that. Like, or maybe they weren't even doing the doing it for THC at all. They were doing it for other drugs. Like they probably can tell. Like, oh nigga, you high. You was high when you pissed this out. They probably <laughs> can tell that shit. But you know, they they probably got like a, a level or whatever. So. Good for New York City. Y'all niggas get to get high and shit. Uh, uh, let's see what else happened. Oh, you might like to hear this, Courtney. Um, I don't know if some. I don't know if you're one of those people. I keep forgetting. Uh, one of those people. Okay. You'll hear. You'll hear when when I hear the story. You might rejoice in hearing this. Uh, a Tanzanian billionaire, Reginald Mengi. Dies at seventy five, leaving five hundred and sixty five five hundred and sixty million dollars for his thirty nine year old wife. Um, uh, Tanzanian business man, magnate. Did I say that right? Uh, mm-hmm. Um, he was the richest man in Tanzania. He left behind his young wife Jacqueline and their four children. Mm. Hey. 75 with four kids. And she ain't number 39. I wonder how old all her kids are. He definitely had to put his mind on it. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, left behind four children. Um, it was gathered that Mingi passed on the early hours of May 2nd in Dubai. Damn, he was in Dubai living it up, living his best life. Um. Yeah. Okay. So he had they had he had two hundred billion or whatever the money is over there, um, but it added up to five hundred and sixty million dollars, U.S. Well, dollars. Saying U.S. is redundant. Um, make and the money that he left her made her the richest woman in East Africa. Ooh, excuse me. In all of East Africa, um, said Reginald owned several business organizations, including Radio One. What? 
Must yeah. be a different Radio 1. ITV, IPP, Goal, and more. Um, yeah, so shout out to him. Shout out to shout out to Sis for securing the bag. <laughs> you juggling them old, old balls long enough. Yeah. I wonder how long were they married? <sighs> I don't know. Let me see. I wonder. What was on that? Jacqueline? Uh-uh. Damn, what was her last name? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it all, I'm going to put his name in, Reginald. <laughs> okay, oh, it come right up too. Reginald. Maybe I put his wife, I put Reginald Mingy. Wife. Okay, here she go. Jacqueline. She was a Miss Ethiopia too. Um, I mean Miss Tanzania. She won it in two thousand. Interior design, of course. It don't say that personal life. All it says, oh, they got twins together. He must be got some uh kids, some some other kids. That's weird. Oh man, her her uh Wikipedia don't really got nothing. Nothing on that. So all she really did was juggle his old balls. Oh my god. <laughs> just I mean, okay, okay. Wikipedia can't say that. Wikipedia can't say that, so she won a Swahili Fashion Week Award for stylish female personality. She won that. She also won a Design International Award. Um she won the bronze award for furniture category. And bronze award for light category in 2017 for a lamp and for city, whatever that is. So she won some awards. So um, shout out to her for securing the bag and popping out two old man babies. Um, oh, in 2004, she released her first solo album with a hit single. Uh, shit. It's in another language. Three years later, she released another album, Crazy Over You, which was also the name of the first hit single for that album. Oh, she had a hit single? Mm. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, But yeah, shout out to Reginald, the richest man in uh, Tanzania. They got pictures of him and stuff. Oh shit! He, okay, uh, I was just looking at shit. It said, "Um, in Nairobi news, it says, uh, haters, let Mingi's young wife mourn in peace." This came out yesterday. It says Reginald Mingi is dead. Mingi is one of Africa's Africa's many billionaires, among the richest men in Tanzania. The seventy-five-year-old story is classic rags to riches, grass to grace. I never heard grass to grace. Oh shit. Grass, grass the Grace story. I'm going to use that one. Um, young boy born in the foothills of Kilimanjaro goes on to become a self-made billionaire business mogul. Um, blah, blah, blah. Talk about him. Okay. Hours after his death, the focus was no longer on Mingy, but his much younger wife, Jacqueline. Jacqueline, I can't pronounce her last name. Um, probably Swahili or something. They, they took that away from me back in the day. Y'all, um, Jacqueline is a sight to behold. I mean, she is beauty and grace personified. T- 
tall, slender, caramel-skinned, with a killer smile and lovely eyes. She is the perfect billionaire's bride. At 41, oh, she 41? That shit said 39. Mm, something ain't right. At 41, she is 34 years younger than her 75-year-old husband. Mingy's body was barely cold before Jacqueline was searing in the flames of our withering judgment. So what? I'm, that's what we do, we judge. The swampy parts of the internet were rife with speculation, as many declared her the richest woman in East Africa, while others commended her patience for having waited out what would have what would become the greatest payout ever. That's me. Yes, I commend her patience. Juggly balls, old balls. Now I'm not here to discuss cross-generational marriages. In fact, I am the I am of the conviction that anyone can find love anywhere with anyone, regardless of their age or social status. Sound like a gold digger. My problem is those who are quick to judge Jacqueline and who are making it look like she was a gold digger. Mm-hmm. Who could not wait for her billionaire husband to drop dead so she could make a good harvest? I mean, okay. All right, says, okay, successful musician. Say, I thought I should bring to your attention that the fact that Jacqueline was an immensely successful woman before she met and married Mingy. Okay, all right. She was a one time Miss Tanzania and a fairly successful bongo flower musician going by the stage name Kaylin. Who knew? Among her hit songs were Crazy Over You uh, and Nalia Kwa Faraha. Uh, before. <laughs> <laughs> you are having so much damn fun with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> before, before she left the music industry for other businesses. Jacqueline was not wallowing in poverty before Mingy came to her rescue, became to rescue her. Above all, she has proved her mettle as a successful businesswoman as she is the chair of. Amaret Limited, a furniture design and manufacturing company. What I'm trying to say is that even if Maggie did make Jacqueline's life easier, it is insensitive and even immoral for us to so harshly judge a woman mourning her husband and the father of her children. What we should be doing is celebrating the life of a man who was born in poverty and died an accomplished billionaire employed and employed thousands. The story we should be obsessed with today is the many lives Mingy touched throughout his foundation foundation, and the many young entrepreneurs he mentioned. We also should not be drinking Sierra Mist and we should be drinking water. Um, that is the story, not how a young former model is now set to become Africa's newest billionaire. Uh, besides, it's absolutely none of our business who people choose to fall in love with and marry let alone Jacqueline. Of course, I'm not blind to the fact that it may have helped that Mingy had a bit of money for Jacqueline to even look in his direction. Mm-hmm. But so what? A few weeks ago, the couple celebrated their wedding anniversary. In a co- in the cozy picture, Jacqueline was seen leaning on a white-bearded Mingy. She pays tribute to her husband, saying that she could never have wished for a better man who showed her how it feels to be loved and cared for. Uh, they looked happy and in love with grace and dignity. Jacqueline took the heat from the public who could not believe her choice of a husband nearly two score years older than her. Nigga, that sounds like some Westerosi type of language right there. Um, but this time the critics went too far. Let us celebrate the life of Mingy and for God's sake, leave Jacqueline and her babies to mourn the patriarch in peace. Yeah, whatever, nigga. She was juggling them old balls and she was patient. So shout out to her. Now she's yeah, the richest she, woman on East Africa. Patient. 
Patience is a virtue and little baby won. Yes, she did. She won. That's what it's all about. I mean, for some, not for all. Whatever. Man, look. I don't want. I don't want to win that bad. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Shit. Not juggling the old balls. Shit, Cicely Tyson come holler at me. You'd be like, "Damn, be easy. What is wrong with you?" <laughs> Cicely Tyson uh, um, be at the damn Source Awards. <laughs> she be at the next <laughs> BT Hip Hop Awards on a presenting and shit. Yes, he put his he put his mouth on it last night. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, uh, so you telling me? Well, nah, you married <clears throat> anyway. Whatever. So, so shout out to Jacqueline. Mm. I wonder. I wonder what her song sound like. I don't know. Pull one up. Yeah. Yes. What was the name of that song? Oh, hold on. I don't know. What was her name? Her name was K something. K Swole or some 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 shit. Uh, all right, it's crazy over you. Kaylin, crazy over you. Let me see if I can find this shit, y'all. This shit better be fire. Tell me she won awards. It might be like some Afro. What what that music called? Afro beat or something? Uh Kaylin featuring Squeezer. Crazy over you. <sighs> Skip. Goddamn ass. Damn, they won't let me skip the motherfucking ass. Okay, here we go, y'all. This is crazy. Okay, I just want to say that I think English might be her second language. I also want to point out that this song was uh, came out in 2010, so it's a decade old, so it sounds like it. Yeah, I don't like that song. Yeah, we done. Yeah, Kaylin. We, we tried. Kaylin, you did the right thing. <laughs> you did the right thing. She got a lot of songs on here, though. Mm. Well, no, I'm sorry. She only got two more videos. She only got one more song on here. And I ain't playing that shit. <sighs> shout out to shout out to shout out to Reginald. Shout out to Reginald securing the <laughs> securing the young puss <laughs> for the old heads out there. If I could die a billionaire with somebody forty years younger than me, shit, fuck it. <clears throat> what else happened in the world this week? Uh, mm. it's a story I saw. I tried to make sense of it, um, but yeah, it was a San Francisco billionaire. I don't know if you heard about this, but he gives 
uh, he wanted to fight homelessness, so he gave um, $30 million to study homelessness. I know. I saw that, and I was like, how, how stupid can you be? There, it, there's nothing to research about homelessness. There, it, the only research is shit happens, period. Yeah. And... It don't need it don't take thirty million dollars to 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 know shit happens. Life happens. Now you need a refund on your thirty million dollars. Um, and <clears throat> how about donate to some homeless shelters or build more homeless shelters or take old abandoned buildings and set them up and create a homeless shelter? Look, look, look. It's that thirty million can go a long way, but it don't need to go into researching homelessness that's just the dumbest shit I've guess thought. how long they say that but the initiative is five years they're going to conduct ac- academic research provide testimony and fact sheets and train people who have been homeless as experts speak what huh it just don't make no sense oh oh you've been broke before so i'm gonna train you how to speak about being broke and giving your testimony Oh, and here's some sheets to do paperwork too, fact sheets. What? That just don't make no sense to me. <sighs> Won't you just build like a big ass homeless shelter or something? Exactly, I'm- because that is one of the things that I that bothers me the most. That is what one cause that I would fun and do and anything that I can do for and it just don't take no research for that that's the one thing about the homelessness that I've never wanted to do was fucking research I've just wanted to help I just don't get that he said the the world needs a north star for truth on homelessness Uh, the initiative initiative will be that north star providing the latest research data evidence based solutions to ensure we're investing in programs that will help solve the homelessness crisis uh I know something that'll help solve the homelessness crisis. Uh, homes, bitch. Right. Period. B- build some or, homes. Or and 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 like, lo- um, right. What's the word I'm looking for? Up minimum wage. Because in some places, like us, when we just lived in Washington State, homelessness there was out of control because the cost of living it cost so much and. The minimum wage out there was like eleven dollars. Well, you know the crazy shit though, like play, people, like people like him, because he's in San Francisco and he's he probably got like a billion billion dollar com- company or something. It's companies like his that's out there in like Silicon Valley and shit like that that are help are like creating a homelessness issue because all of these people like are coming and they venture capitalists and all kind of shit like that. Um, all of these tech people they're moving to like. Moving out there in that area, they're driving the price, the price, the housing prices up so high until normal everyday people can't afford to live in those places. Um, like here in the um, in this article, it says a family earning a family of four earning one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars a year is considered low income in San yep. Francisco. Yep. The median price of a two bedroom home was one point. A two-bedroom home was $1.3 million. That's the price. That's the issue right there. I know I read an article one time. I read an article, and they said something like um, like the, the housing shit is so fucked up. Like Some people would like rent out their backyards mm-hmm. and let people put a tent up in their backyard. And 
for you to put a tent in people's backyard, it was like $500 a month. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even come in the house to use the bathroom. It was mm-hmm. just for, like, that shit is crazy. Um, and people be dying to, you know, move there and live there. And it, I mean, that, the cost of living is just ridiculous to say that the that the wages are so low. I just don't get it. Even where we live now in New York, like I just don't get it, like at all. Yeah, that, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, the cost, the 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 prices, like the amount of money, like people make. Cause some some jobs like you know the 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 prices, the wages go up. You know what I'm saying? Like they're mm-hmm. they're pretty competitive or whatever. Just because it's jobs that like nobody really would want to do or can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? But for for the most part, like the the wages aren't going up. It, it ain't parallel to the rise of the cost of living. You know what I'm saying? Like that twenty five cent or fifty cent or whatever. Every year, that shit don't add up to how much shit going up as far as like, like you say, cost of living or whatever. So it got to be something. And I hate when people say shit like, uh, like, um, if you if you want minimum wage to raise, then you need to get a better job than uh, McDonald's or whatever. But people always think minimum wage and they think McDonald's. But a lot of people make less than fifteen dollars an hour and they do shit like work at factories or they might work at the front desk at. Your hotel or something like that. I think they make more than fifteen, though. But you know what I'm saying? Like they work different. It's a lot of people that would benefit from a fifteen dollar minimum wage at least. And even, but like in like in this area where it's a two bedroom home was one point three million dollars, that's not gonna do nothing for the person making fifteen dollars an hour. You know what I'm saying? Like they can do nothing. Yep. They, they can't do nothing with no one point three million dollar house. You know what I'm saying? Rent. $3,000 a month and shit like that. Like, that's outrageous. That's it, outrageous. It really, really is. And I don't know. But also, you got to feel like, it is it, is it, should, are they, is poverty necessary? Poverty, because that's all that happens. This, this is, poverty is like the step a lot of times before being homeless. Unless we consider being homeless a part of poverty. Like, I don't, but that's the only thing that comes of having the cost of living skyrocket so much and then having the the wages be the way that they are. It just never makes sense to me. You almost have to be in, I don't want to say in a relationship with two incomes, but you got to be having a, a damn roommate and both of y'all making good money to make shit meet and when in in if any event happens and the roommate finds love or move on then you struggling to find another roommate someone that you can live with comfortably because you just can't afford this shit on your own mm-hmm. texas is probably the one place that i've been where it was like really balanced oh, in, right. the, but in my opinion like but the see, that, area of Texas that I lived in. Were you living in like could, Arlington or something? No, well, I, it was Central Texas, so I was about forty-five minutes from Austin. Oh, okay. Um, but it, like, I feel like it was really balanced, like as far as like the apartments, the townhouses, or the actual houses where the, it, when you were renting, you you could work your job and pay your and pay your bills. Um. But I don't, 
I was trying to think about South Carolina, and I think my only issue would be like the wages sometimes. Like I would have job, find jobs when I lived there that paid a lot more. Most times it was a sales gig, and I just fucking hated it. So, but the commission allotted me to afford certain things along with my base pay, mm-hmm. but take that away. I don't know that I could necessarily say it was that balanced. Did like, I think most of the jobs that, uh, that like allow people to like survive around, around here, are probably like factory jobs, shit like that. The average person that like works at like a, a office or whatever, they got a roommate or, they yeah. live with a spouse or something, you know what I'm saying? Like they ain't yeah. really doing it by themselves. Cause that shit hard. Like <sighs> that shit is hard. It is hard. Yeah, it <clears> is really is. And it don't have to be, but that shit just boil down to people being greedy. Like like in the area where um where these people are. Though that, that two bedroom house really ain't worth one point three million. But because it's a lot of like people moving out there with like um a lot of uh money made off of technology. So they feel like they can hike the prices up of what you know what I'm saying, whatever they own and get those people that make all of that money to pay because you know what I'm saying, I guess the um resources are scarce when it comes to uh housing. Um but yeah, just doing fucking research about it is fucking stupid. Just yeah. build some shit. Research research what the best thing to build and then uh and then build that. But a five year study. Come on. That's man. just dumb. Yeah, that's dumb to me. Um I guess we'll uh get into my favorite segment. Scammer. Yeah, scammer of the week. Uh now. <sighs> Now, most of the time when I do a scam of the week, it's always getting over on a company or something, you know. Uh, but this person got shitted out of some money. Um, this person, Leslie Wilbanks, uh, educated. She's been a teacher for 22 years. Uh, the last 20 in the Allen Independent School District in uh, Texas. Um, she earned a master's degree in math education from the University of Houston. Uh, she teaches PE and math. Hmm, female PE teacher. Hmm. She is smart, but she could not outsmart the man who called her cell phone one Thursday morning in March. It was uh, 9.42 a.m. I was with the class. I looked down at my phone, and it said the call was from the U.S. government. I ignored it, but called it back. Uh, But it called back. I'm sorry. I ignored it again, but I went ahead and answered on the third time. The man on the other line introduced himself as an inspector general for the Social Security Administration. He told me that I had some problems. My identity had been stolen. That same them same motherfuckers called me. Uh, told me my identity had been stolen, um, and I needed to work with the government to protect myself. Man, the motherfuckers called me. I said, "My my what now?" And then they had a um a a, a like a, a Indian accent. I said, "Look at here, bro. If they stole my motherfucking identity, maybe they can clean up some of that shit on my credit." I was like, "If you don't get the fuck off my phone, I will find you." <laughs> that nigga hung up hard, fast as hell. Um, she said, and I asked him to prove who he was. I asked him to prove who he said he was. He directed me to the social security website, and sure enough, the number he was calling from matched the number on the website. 
he told her he'd have a colleague call her as well. And that number also matched the other number that was on the website. Damn, them niggas good. So I thought, maybe this is legit. The caller told her she needed to work with him to catch the criminal who stole her social security number. If she didn't, she could lose everything, her job, her health insurance, her assets, and she would go to jail. I can't lose my health insurance. I was scared to death, she said. Uh, He knew my banks. What? An appropriate amount in the two banks, and he knew my two credit cards. Damn. Uh, He told her the only way to safeguard her money was to transfer it to him by putting it on gift <sighs> by putting it on gift cards. She did as she was told with drawing thirty thousand from her bank and using it to buy gift cards for more than a dozen seven eleven, Walmart and Target stores across Allen. Mm. Excuse me, y'all. Damn, that was disgusting. She read him the pen codes on the cards and he said he returned her money the next day on an official on an official government issue card. She said he kept threatening her, telling her if she hung up the phone or didn't do what he said, she'd be arrested. At one point, I had turned my car around. I was going to go to the Allen Police Department, thinking this was a scam, a hoax. And he goes, why are you changing directions? I thought he was following me. I think I was brainwashed. I didn't know how he did it, but I was brainwashed. I was scared to death. 14 hours after the ordeal began, Wilbanks drove to her mother's home to beg for more money. A video doorbell captured her walking over to her mother's front door. I need help, she said. What happened, her mother, uh, Kathy Wilbanks asked. I need to borrow money, Mom. I need $1,800 cash. I'll explain later. If somebody come to me asking me for $1,800 cash, I'm going to think they're selling drugs. <laughs> Talking about you'll explain later. Um, frantic, it was what she was, Kathy said. Um, she convinced her daughter to call police but the damage had been done Wilbanks lost about $50,000 in one day she's disputing the she's disputing the charges on her credit card but she did make them and authorized them so she's not sure if they'll be considered for no baby you lost that bread lost it her bank's fraud department is also investigating what is there I can do I can just try to help other people um not get cheated. In March, the Federal Trade Commission said more than 60,000 Americans have fallen victim to a similar scam, collectively losing almost $17 million. Uh, don't fall for it, Wilbank said. Nobody, no matter how much sense it seems to make, nobody's going to call you. I learned this the hard way. You can do it the easy way or the hard way. The choice is yours. Um, if you've experienced this scam, the Federal Trade Commission encourages you to report it online. Um, yeah uh what's what's the people that get done up by a scammer what you call them marks a sucker she the sucker of the week because yeah because that was just a lot but a lot of being first off don't ask me why i'm turn, why i'm changing directions and don't be the like the power this person just like had over her for a little bit of time. like no yeah people get them caught let me tell you something the only time when somebody call your ass and you should get nervous and you think it's the government when it be all zeros. Oh, that them people there. <laughs> that them people there. All zeros, they don't say nothing. Yeah. When the motherfuckers call me, uh, hello, uh, may I speak with and they, they always say my name, my first name wrong and shit. I'd be like, Who you talk who you talking about, cuz they ain't no what? 
You got to have a little attitude. They don't know how. They don't know how to take it when you got a little attitude with them. They used to people being uh, like nice and shit. And I told them, I was like, hey, if you don't get the fuck off my phone with this dumb shit, <laughs> I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna hung the phone up fast <laughs> as hell. I'm going to find you. And they called me back. I said, bitch, then. <laughs> I said, bitch, then I tell y'all not to call me no more. He called, they called me the next day. But yeah. I said, I was like, yeah, matter of fact, I'm about, I'm about to call the police. I ain't heard from the motherfucker since. But then I started hearing the same scam, talking about the tax shit and all kind of bullshit. But yeah, y'all, that was the scam of the week. She lost $50,000 in one day. Who she banked with? Because a lot of mm-hmm. banks won't let you get that kind of money out in one day. Mm-mm. She probably had to go to the bank. Like, I know she ain't did all that shit on no damn car. Uh, well, no, because it says she authorized them. So, oh yeah, she did it on the car. Who the fuck? She must have got American Express or something. Well, no, they don't have no banks though. I know one thing. Motherfuckers talk shit about Wells. Wells ain't gonna do it after after you spend so much on Wells, they turn your shit off. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, chill out. Call us. Holler at me, cuz. Holler at me. <laughs> Had your ass in the land in the damn grocery store line for seventeen dollars, looking fool as hell. Like, uh, <laughs> sir, your your card was declined. Bitch, I had twenty thousand dollars in the bank. What the fuck you talking about declined? Well, uh, you called a bank, yeah, sir. You spent uh, seventeen hundred dollars in foot action. Uh, yeah. Navy Federal that day, that same way too. I had a charge. Um, there was a charge trying to go through. That was a little less than $300, and they showed the client out and then text me, like, were you trying to such and such and, like, do such and such and such? And I was just like, yes. Yeah. And That's... I was like, okay, well, it's, it, you can go ahead and try it again. But then that, by this time, I'm like, no, I already put the money on my cash app card, and I done moved on with life. Like, Yeah, you'd be like, then, like if, it, like, if you don't spend a lot of money, sometimes that kids are like, if you don't spend a lot of money all the time at one time, and, and you fuck around and try to ball out, and you spend a whole lot of money, and one day they'll catch your ass too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you normally spend seven dollars a day. Uh, it's, you spent seven hundred dollars today. What what's going on? We want to make sure this is you. But yeah. Yeah, and I think one reason why that one might have did it was because it was a it was a charge like from from like a foreign charge. Oh. It had something to do with like our Mexico trip, and it just was like, nah. I was like, let me put this on cash app card and go ahead, go ahead and secure this. Like, yeah, I, I know. I know somebody. They they uh, I think they were like traveling or something, and so they they were like in Florida or Puerto Rico or some shit. So they well, no, they weren't in Puerto Rico. They were going out of out of the country or something, and they had like bought some shit in one state. And then a little while later, they went to another state. They bought some more shit. And then they stopped somewhere else and bought some more shit. And like on the third time, they tried to buy, you know what I'm saying? Because they was in like yeah. a few different states. The uh, company like cut their card off and was like, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like it's some fraudulent shit or whatever. Yeah. Um, whenever I used to bank with USAA and I was going to be traveling, I remember always having to call them and be like, okay, I'm going to be traveling you know, don't like do my card or whatever. And some banks put like a a limit on how much you can like do in a day, like swipe your card or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just always know like 
that happened to me one Christmas with USAA, and I was in Best Buy trying to, you know, ball out a little bit, and I was just like, oh, no, this mm -hmm. should not be declining, and I had to call them, and they was like, oh, you met your limit. That when you start shit off. That when you got to pull to the side, <laughs> you got to mm -hmm. step, step to the side, motherfuckers behind you in line pissed. Yes, and the, I was just like, you know what, I'm I'm so sorry, but. The girl at the register got to call the manager, uh, we'll, put, mm -hmm. we'll put your order on hold uh, next. Yep. Yep, yeah. <laughs> exactly what happened. Got back in line and got my TV and all the shit that I was buying. But that was the first time I experienced it. And then later on with USAA, I experienced it traveling, like you said. And I was just like, okay, these banks is they 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 seriously they, they there's a little bit of monitoring going on. You know the traveling lick is though the scam the, the traveling scam is you go out of state somewhere you ball out and then you hit up your bank like yeah I I. I, I ain't been to New York. I'm, I live in South Carolina. I don't. I ain't been to New York. Somebody got my numbers. Oh, I didn't know that 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 was. Yeah, thing. people do that shit. I ain't never did that shit because I ain't got time to wait five to seven days for them to put the money that I did spend back <laughs> on my card. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I ain't never did that either. It's, if I spent it, I spent it. Now, best believe if I see a charge on it that I did not do. I'm calling, I'm trying to call the bank. I want to know the number, what's the name of the business. Like, give me everything, and we're going to dispute this. But if I charged it, bitch, I charged it. Man, I tried. One time, I did try to get some shit put back on my car. It was, uh, I don't, like, I don't know if you ever flew Spirit, but Spirit got this, like, little club or whatever, and you pay per yeah, year, like, $69 a year. And that shit hit when I had $73 in my account to make it to the end of the week. So that 69 came on like a Tuesday, and I had $2 the last end of the week, nigga. I was on my rock. I sat there for like an hour and a half talking to them damn people. And Spirit don't got no number you can call and talk to nobody. You right. got to go online and, and email and all kind of shit, man. I was just out of that damn bread. I was pissed off. I stayed on that damn club for that next year, though, until I damn uh, remember to cancel. Yeah. Then people did the research and... um. What they call it? Investigation and all kind of mm -hmm. shit. That lady coming back was like, um, this just something that you uh this is a club you a part of. Like, yep. um, it wasn't that fraudulent here. I was like, damn, y'all can't give me back thirty dollars or nothing. <laughs> I needed that damn money. I was brizzled. Um but yeah, shout out to Miss uh uh what's her name? Miss Leslie. Twenty two years. You taught for twenty two years. You didn't deserve that. How she get all that bread and she was a teacher's well, she in Texas though. It's the South Carolina teachers that's broke. Mm. Y'all might need to move to Texas and teach some of them motherfuckers there. Anyway. I know. I used to, when I lived there, I used to see all kind of like advertisements and stuff like that. Like the teachers get, um, the teachers get like a sign-on bonus and all kind of stuff. I was just like, Texas might be taking care of their teachers. I don't know. Damn. I didn't because I don't have any. Oh no, I do have one friend in Texas that is a teacher, uh, and I've never heard her complain about her pay, but I have heard her complain about like the students or like the policies and the procedures and stuff like that. Mm. But that's it. Well, uh, I hope she gets her, some of her money back, even though. You gotta be smart. Y'all talk to y'all parents and shit, man. Old ass parents, cause uh, they be the ones that be falling for this shit all the time. Um, and they get caught up 
you see that on American Greed and shit all the time. They get somebody and they, <laughs> they was set for life with their damn pension, and somebody done fuck them over. Now they gotta go work at Walmart and and, and aggravate they me. Greed. <laughs> <laughs> aggravate me by looking at my damn um receipt when I walk out. No, Miss Johnson, you cannot see my receipt. No, you just saw me stand in line and pay for all this shit. No, no, Ooh. no. You so stupid. <laughs> no. Uh I guess so we'll get into our next uh little segment. What the fuck were you thinking? Um Visitor crosses barriers, falls seventy feet into Klaus Crater. Uh visitor to Hawaii Volcanoes National Park climbed past the metal railing. That was Remy Ma, walked around metal detectors, lost his footing and oh, fell into the Kilau uh volcano. Caldera, according to Ben Hayes, spokesperson with the National Park Service, um, uh, NPR reported that the man is a soldier on the island of Oahu and was on Hawaii's Big Island for training exercises. Uh, Hayes said on Wednesday evening, authorities got a call. A man had fallen into the caldera, the crater formed by previous volcano activity. Um, he was with a group which is why the call came in instantly. Uh, he had crossed over the metal railing to get closer to the cliff edge where he lost his foot in the face. I bet he was trying to take a motherfucking selfie, too. Uh, park officials immediately search, launched a search and rescue operation with the Hawaii County Fire Department and around 9 p.m. local time, search and rescue located the man. He was seriously injured, perched on the narrow ledge 70 feet from the cliff edge. Uh, hold up, did he die? Oh, no, he didn't die. Hmm. Uh, he was rescued in about an hour. The man was transported to an open area of the park and airlifted to Hollow Medical Center where he was treated for his injuries. The man's age and location have not been released. Um, he said uh, when asked if the visitor can face any charges or consequences for crossing the barrier, Hayes said Rangers will complete an event. Yeah, he going to get charged. He better get charged. All of the, all, I mean, how much money they probably had to spend to get this motherfucker out of the crater? 70 feet. I thought he died. He's trying to take a damn. I, in my mind, he tried to take a damn picture. That's what I think. I think he's trying to take a selfie. Mm-hmm. Crossing the barrier. Say he's a, what did, did he say he was a soldier? What did he say? I don't want to get it wrong because, you know, they be particular about what they say. You know what you call them. Uh, yeah, he's a soldier, so you know he was in. <sighs> I might need to have a talk with Britney people. <laughs> I wonder where he get in trouble with the military. You said, come on, say it again. Will he get in trouble with the military for doing that shit? Uh, potentially. Hmm. Well, sir, uh, or ma'am. Well, it's it said him, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it said a man. Yeah, so. Yeah, so, sir. Uh. What the fuck were you thinking crossing the barrier? I know what you was thinking. You was thinking about getting that damn picture. I could be wrong, though. Anyway, uh, I don't have an unpopular opinion today, Courtney. And nor do I. Damn, nigga, that's two weeks in a row. <laughs> I know. And it, I was 
a little upset because I remember texting someone this week and I was like, ooh, that's my unpopular opinion. I'm saying, hold on, let me see if I can find the damn text message. Yeah, find but the, text. the whole time I was sitting here, I was just like, I had that shit and like lost it. Shout out to your cousin too. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Ready? a creep. Yeah. Brandon. What up though? Stop. What? Stop. I mean, your cousin old enough. That wasn't a prom picture, was it? Sitting down. No, I don't know. It was on your uh I mean on my story like right now. It was. I think it was on your story. Okay, yeah, no, that's not a prime picture. Oh, she grown. Birthday. She grown, right? Yes. Okay, good. I keep my lustful eyes open then. Hi. You make me sick. Do you find an uh unpopular opinion? Um, uh, um leave me alone while I'm searching. Ooh. I don't know. Why do we text so much? Because you don't be doing nothing at work? I don't. I I do not absolutely do not. Let me see. Yeah, no. While we wait, <laughs> y'all remember this? Ah, uh, that's enough. Yeah, it is enough, and no, I can't find. No, it's not. You remember that song, Courtney? No. You remember this? Eight ball and MJ Ju? G? You don't want no drama? I think I do remember this song. Why you? Because oh. I ain't shit. Right. Um, no, I don't know. You distracted me because I'm, I'm really trying to listen. <laughs> you trying to listen to what? To the song? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you, I thought you was looking for your... uh. I'm looking too. I was trying to multitask. I can't find it. Nigga. This is negative. This is that negative shit they were talking about in <laughs> rap music. Right here. Listen. That nigga say, uh, bust a nigga head, smack a hoe, and shoot the club up. Wow. I guess that's what they feel like doing. Yes. Yes. But yeah, no, I can't find it. Damn, and I don't got no unpopular opinion. Somebody hit me with a pop- unpopular opinion this week and was like... Um, I could throw one out there because it's about to be something. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Somebody said that uh, it was some shit that happened with a dog or something. They was like, I guess the person had to kill the dog. Mm-hmm. And they was like, that's an unpopular opinion that I would kill the dog and, and let you know to save the child. And I was like, that's not an unpopular opinion. Like, Right, that's... I'll kill the dog to save your child, like. Right. You know what I'm saying, like. That ain't um, unpopular. Most people would. Yeah, and then I was like, uh, "Hold up, hold up, hold up." Uh, there was a whole bunch of white people commenting on this shit, ain't it? And they just laughed because, yeah, that's some white people shit. Save the dog, the precious dog, this precious snickerdoodle. Anyway, what was your unpopular opinion you was gonna throw out there? Watermelon is trash. You trash. (laughs) 
it's watermelon. Growing up, we ate that shit like all summer long, and I'm just like done and done and done. When the last time you had watermelon? I mean, I'm certain it was uh, probably like last year. Like I, I do try it because I remember eating it growing up in the summertime. It's all my family wanted to eat, and like I would be like, "Oh, can I please have cantaloupe? Can you buy cantaloupe?" And everybody still came back from the grocery store with goddamn watermelon. And I'll try it every now and then, but I don't like the way it feels on my teeth. And I just be like, "This ain't." That's what she like said. Um, I just ain't. I ain't interested. I don't know. Just something about watermelon. It just tastes. You me. like it? I eat it. You know what I'm saying? I eat it. Oh. Watermelon make you pee, though. I prefer cantaloupe. I, I mean, fruit. I, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? Fruit, I fuck with fruit like that. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Me and fruit, we get along. You know? Um, you know what I'm saying? I fuck with fruit, cuz. Oh, my God. <laughs> but um, I can't believe you said it's trash. Some of your food yeah. opinions. I don't, I'm not going to take you seriously when it comes to food ever. Okay. Ever. That's fine because I I mean yep. I do know that like, especially since I'm not a person that likes candy or sweets. But I will say, like the past two weeks, PMS has been having me like on this cookie craze and like cookies has just been like everything to me. And I really don't normally eat them so or eat sweets. So I kinda was like Going back on my unpopular opinion about when, not eating when you when you bit. were younger, did you like drink some hot chocolate too fast and scald your damn uh, taste buds or something? I did not. Mm. <laughs> nope. Yeah. But I'm scared. I'm scared to suggest shit for you, but you'd be like, it's trash. No, I mean, I, and I like suggestions, and this is my thing. I will try almost anything at least once, and to see. <laughs> and sometimes I re like I'll revisit things. Like I keep revisiting watermelon. Don't change, but I keep revisiting it. Um, and it's not like I'm like, oh my god, that it, it's just so fucking gross to where I won't maybe like eat a piece of it because mm-hmm. I still try. Because I'm like, everyone loves it. Like, ugh. Or and it's the same with cilantro. I like. Mexican food, but I can't stand cilantro. And so, anytime I'm ordering something, I'm ordering it without cilantro. Or if cilantro's in something, I'm like, okay, never mind. Especially if you can't take it out. And everyone's looking at me like that is like the most important ingredient. And I'm just like, look, I've tried, and I keep trying, and it's just not a thing. Do you go to uh, Chipotle? I do every now and then, but I'm off them right now. But yeah, we we was on Chipotle a little bit heavy. Why? Oh, I was just saying, because I, I know they rice, they put cilantro in their rice, don't it? Yeah, they do now. So that is the only way that I am able to do something with it. Like, I, I can do the cilantro rice. And I don't, for whatever reason, I don't taste the cilantro, even though it has a very strong, like, taste. But just to, like cook something or go to restaurants or like how they like to garnish a taco with it or they put a lot of it in the salsa and stuff like that. Like I cannot do it. Mm, I can't crazy. do it. But this week I've been fucking up cookies and I'm talking up and y'all know I said chocolate is trash and I don't like chocolate unless it's accompanied with peanut butter. But I was eating chocolate chip cookies. because I really like- think you should uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? I've been eating chocolate chip cookies just because I've been craving cookies so so bad. I think I told it, Brittany she couldn't come home without cookies. One of these nights this week. I bet she did bring home that cookie. 
she she went and stopped at Panera and got me two cookies. She got you that cookie, huh? You know what? Hey. Hey. You out of control. Hey. Hey. Give me a social media. Hey. Love curls underscore on Instagram. Love curls three underscores on Twitter. Yeah, and uh, hit me up on Instagram. BP McCoot. Uh, BP M A C O U T E. Uh, what else? Uh, oh yeah, I got them stickers in the mail, y'all. They're coming. I was, I was gonna ask about mine as soon as we hung up. Well, they ain't actually in the mail. They are written out and in the envelopes, and I put them in the mail today or tomorrow or something. I ain't got no damn stamps. <laughs> I just went to the um. I was gonna say the airport. I went to the post office on Tuesday, and I got me a book of Gregory Hines stamps. Yeah, I ain't going that damn far. I ain't that black. And but, when mine and when those go out, I'm gonna get the Marvin Gaye one. I get whatever they have at Food Lion, and y'all will enjoy that. How much stamps cost now? I don't even know how much those stamps were. Yeah, I'm sending. I'm sending out all of this shit to motherfuckers who don't email. Uh, so if you have email to send a review, I thank you. And if you're getting a a a a, a, a sticker and you haven't. Give us a five star review on iTunes, or just send us um send us a email with your unpopular opinion or just anything your critiques, um whatever have you. We'll read them on the show. Um, thank y'all for listening. Uh, it's your boy Be Easy, and I'm Courtney. And uh, oh yeah, uh, well yeah, I'll talk about that next time. Yeah, it's your boy Be Easy, and I'm Courtney, and we out. Peace.